presented by Amazon. Hey, good morning, playbookers and real good one of all in. It's Monday. We'll tell you what to expect from day two of the January 6th committee hearing. It's your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. Just before 2.30 a.m. on November 4th, 2020, then-President Donald Trump went before a group of supporters at the White House and prematurely declared victory over Joe Biden in an election he ultimately lost. Today at 10 a.m., that moment and the avalanche of lies about the election that followed will be front and center as the House committee investigating the January 6th attack, one, highlights the origins of the big lie about the 2020 election, two, shows how it spread, and three, attempts to prove that in the weeks and months following election day, even as Trump continued to falsely claim that he'd actually won, he privately knew he'd lost, and that his public insistence otherwise led to the insurrection. Here's what'll go down in today's big hearing. First up, the logistics. Chair Betty Thompson will helm the hearing. The representative Zill Lofgren will play a, quote, key role in presentations per committee aides. Unlike what we saw Thursday night, today will be a more traditional congressional hearing with two separate panels of witnesses testifying. The first panel has just two witnesses. Bill Stepien, Trump's 2020 campaign manager, whose participation was a surprise when announced Sunday, and two, Chris Steyerwalt, the former political editor at Fox News, who defended the network's decision to call Arizona for Biden before its competitors did and was fired by the company in January 2021. Fox has maintained that his dismissal was part of a corporate restructuring. The two big questions here, is Stepien a friendly or hostile witness? Some observers have speculated that because he's appearing under subpoena, Stepien might not be a friendly witness for the committee. But as Politico's Cal Cheney notes in today's playbook, if you really didn't want to testify, Stepien could have sued to block or at least delay his testimony, like other Trump allies have. And quote, existence of a subpoena doesn't necessarily mean a witness is resistant, as we just saw with filmmaker Nick Quested's testimony last Thursday. The other big question, what will Stepien reveal? Luke Broadwater and Maggie Haberman from the New York Times report that Stepien was, quote, present for key conversations about what the data showed about Mr. Trump's chances of succeeding in an effort to win swing states beginning on election night and part of a November 7th meeting after a cascade of news outlets called the election for Biden. And what Stepien told, quote, Trump of the exceedingly low odds of success with his challenges. Interesting tidbit here. Stepien is an advisor to Harriet Hageman, the Trump-backed candidate aiming to oust committee vice chair Liz Cheney in her Wyoming GOP primary. One thing you can count on today, whatever Stepien has to say is sure to take over the news cycle and depending on what he says, earn him Trump's ire. The second panel has three witnesses. Benjamin Ginsburg, a renowned Republican election lawyer who helped craft the GOP's Florida recount strategy in the 2000 election between Al Gore and George W. Bush. B.J. Pock, a former U.S. attorney based in North Georgia, who was pressured by Trump to pursue bogus election fraud allegations in the state following the 2020 election and resigned in January 2021 after learning Trump intended to fire him, and Al Schmidt, a former Republican city commissioner in Philadelphia, who was on the board that oversaw the city's elections and whom Trump falsely accused of refusing, quote, to look at the mountain of corruption and dishonesty. A committee aide on Sunday night said what to expect from their testimony. Quote, we're going to hear testimony from government officials who were the ones who looked for the fraud and about how the effort to uncover these baseless allegations bore no fruit. Simply, the fraud that they were looking for didn't exist, and the former president was told that, again and again, claims were baseless, but he continued to repeat them anyway. Looking ahead to Wednesday's committee hearing, 
It'll focus on efforts by Trump and his allies to pressure the Department of Justice into overturning the presidential election results. Among the expected witnesses, former Acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen, former Acting Deputy Attorney General Richard Donahue, and former Head of the Office of Legal Counsel Steve Engel. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 11.10 a.m. Eastern, the president will depart Wilmington, Delaware, arriving back at the White House at 12.05. At 2 p.m., President Joe Biden will sign into law the creation of a commission to study a National Museum of Asian Pacific American History and Culture, with Vice President Kamala Harris delivering remarks. Press Secretary Camille Jean-Pierre will brief at 3 p.m. The House will meet at noon, with votes postponed until 6.30. The January 6th committee will hold its second public hearing at 10 a.m. The Senate will meet at 3 p.m. to take up the honoring our promise to address Comprehensive Toxics Act, with a cloture vote on an amendment at 5.30 p.m. All right. For more news, what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Manavalan. Have a good week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Only 23% of workers have access to paid parental leave according to the U.S. Department of Labor. That number is even worse for hourly workers. Amazon is proud to provide up to 20 weeks of fully paid leave for hourly employees. Learn how Amazon supports hourly employees at amazon.com slash 20 weeks. That's amazon.com slash 20 weeks.